Are we here? We're here and we're live. Live. Second cup of coffee. This is Jason. This is Peely. So we are started. We are here. We are ready to go. Uh, so definitely love uh, being in front of you guys. Uh, you can catch us over on uh, Facebook. If you are over on Instagram, we're here somewhere today. Also over on Twitter and YouTube. And we're on Twitch again, which we repeat daily, but we still have not <laughs> figured out what the heck that means. But we're there. If you are looking for us there, we're there. So Probably not, but if you if you are, we're there. So, happy Thursday! Happy I, it Thursday. feels like I don't know what day it feels like because it feels like we're in the weekend already, right? But it doesn't matter. Every day is good. No, every day is good. That's every right. day is good, and that's awesome. Is part of where we're going today. What the conversation is mm-hmm. is that we are talking about a few things, right? Creating a life plan. Yes. We're creating, we're talking about creating a life plan. We're also going to dive into podcasting and asking the right questions. And this was something that came from our Facebook group, the multi multifamily formulas and people asked us to talk about that. So mm-hmm. first let's talk about creating a life plan. Sure. Well, I was actually all, all into the question part because maybe in that part <laughs> that's going to lead into life plan, right? I think so many times in our, in our life, what, what keeps us from having decisions is that we we haven't set our values to where it, it makes sense. So we know, and we understand what our, what our life plan is. Right. So on that fact, if we don't know what the plan is, then when we have to make a decision, well, we don't know how to, how to value that decision. Thank you. A cup of coffee right in front of me. We don't know how to value that decision because we don't have something to fall back on. Right. So, so we have to figure out, okay, what bucket does this lie? Right. So, um, I want to do this with the family, but I'm being asked to do this at work. Um, and I should be doing this. And since I don't have that life plan, I don't know how to make that that best choice to really signal what is the most significant thing that needs to be done right now at this stage of my life. So I'm going to equate this to something, a term that I actually just learned from a marketing genius. She called it a lighthouse. What is your lighthouse? What is it that you can go back to and focus your life on? I mean, we could go into so many different little tangents about making a life plan, whether it be financially, emotionally, physically, um, spiritually, all these things should be part of your lighthouse. I absolutely adore that term right now because it gives you the visual of that light that continuously beacons that you know that it'll serve you and it'll point you in the right direction. So what is your lighthouse and how are you going to figure that out? And right now I'm going to figure out because on one platform we're, we're reversed from the other. So I'm trying to figure out how you're on both sides of me, but regardless, that's for another point. So I don't have a, I don't have a lighthouse from there. So we'll come back to it. But ultimately when you look at this, I mean, lighthouse is a great analogy, right? So it helps, it helps you find your way home. Right. And that's a lots of times when we, don't feel connected to what we're doing or we, we kind of feel off track. It's because we, we don't have that, that base, but we're, we're missing what is the most important thing right now to me? What, what is it that carries me through with my future? 
look like? So what does those steps need to be to get there, right? So it's like you know, building anything. So you know, putting together a car, right? If the if they don't know the end product and they're and they're just putting things together, you might have the tires inside the car because they haven't labeled, you know, how the the future of this product is going to be. And I mean things like this, you know, uh, Elon Musk, you know, going into space, right? They're going to learn to use reusable rockets, right? You know, we were hoping to be able to see that yesterday, but they had to make, you know, they knew what their future plan is. They have their plan, what this is going to point, and the impact of the weather ultimately carries through that the the right decision because they have that plan in place is to actually now push this off for the next day, Saturday, going forward. Talk about having to like pivot on a monumental way. Mm -hmm. I'm sure they had that planned. I'm sure they were like, okay, if the weather happens, then we switch to this. But the thing is, that is a huge pivot. And that those kinds of pivots can only happen if you have that plan in place. Imagine if Elon Musk, and he would not have done this, but imagine if he did not have that secondary plan. What would have happened? I mean, would he just scrap the whole kabillion dollar project and not done it? No, he had a plan and so should you. So let's go back to this, this thought of having your lighthouse. So for, for me and Jason, for Jason and I, that's much better grammar, right? For Jason and I, that sounds like me. So I, I would have said that and kept rolling, but I'm not fast. Our so. lighthouse is each other. And then surrounding All right, we got Jacob that, on IG today. You're catching. Hey, Jacob. <laughs> uh, so surrounding that lighthouse is our children. So everything we do is for the benefit of us and our children. Surrounding our children is our family. Surrounding our family is our friends. Surrounding our fam our friends is the whole community of people that we want to help and serve on a regular basis. So I'm also listening to what our lighthouse is now because I hear kids crying because we actually have one who just keeps sneaking in here yes. trying to catch you know the behind the scenes here. She gets the uh, the the view from 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 a. Uh, Let me go check on her from, I guess, the stage, right? So let's talk about now, how do we create that life plan? And that leads into the next question is, uh, we were talking podcasting and there was a few other podcasters out there, you know, asking about simply asking questions, right? What, what is it um, that that creates a great podcast? And it's not so much always the questions, it's the preparation for the questions, right? So, so much, and this comes down to conversations, whether it's in business or relationships, where I, where I find that we've all been here, right? We, we've all been in this moment where you're in a conversation and and either you're speaking or the other person is speaking and we're not ideally connected because we're not listening, right? Our mind's somewhere else, you know, um, we have to remember to pick up milk or, you know, I forgot to do this before. So you were distracted from the moment. So when that question comes up or that topic comes up, well, we haven't listened enough to really identify um, what should be that next question, right? So the one question we should have here is why are we not napping? And what is that going to look like for the rest of the day to our uh, three-year-old who just walked in? But when we look at yeah, things like one. this, the questions are the most important. What, what you find is when, when we're most engaged is that it's not when we're talking, right? It's when we're hearing from other people and, and listening and really engaged. And if you want to create great relationships, you want to create um, a, a great future, make sure that you're connecting and you're giving the other, you're giving breath to the other people and you're hearing what they're saying. You're hearing what's, what's coming out from them. So, you know, when we first started, you know, we, we, we would have a, a set of questions, right, that we would we would have to our side, right? And we would try and hit some of these questions we found. But I, I found that as, as nice as that was, that you, you, you kind of have that backstop, is that that would take away from the conversation, right? Because if I want to ask this question, well, we might be getting gold from this uh, from the, the person we're interviewing. And we, we stop and we disrupt that because now we're trying to get in a question that doesn't fit 
into the interview anymore instead of listening what they're saying, right? So, so we are interviewing these people to, 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 to get the greatness that, that they've done and, and be able to relay that information to you by asking valuable questions. So by hearing them and understanding what they're saying, we're able to go back and give them feedback. And it's the same thing in relationships. So many times when maybe a relationship is not going as we want, well, are, are we talking or are we listening? Because when we go back and we actually take in those words that someone's saying, well, maybe if there is a disagreement, we can understand. Because instead of just assuming what they mean, we're now hearing them. And sometimes it's like hearing someone for the first time, right? Because you get lost in this whole point where you're constantly talking or constantly speaking, then the, the moments there to, to really create that relationship are being lost because we're making it more about us. And we're, I, I think, uh, we, we constantly hear, you know, the, 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 the wording, you know, um, be more interested than interesting, right? And uh, David Meltzer was on the show, uh, talks to that a lot. And why that's important is that if we're always talking, we're not learning, right? We're always trying to set the stage because we're not hearing what other people are. So we're not able to build because we're not getting better at asking the questions. Because ultimately, a, a great podcast, a great movie, a great anything is that they're asking the questions that uncover the story. And you're back. And I'm back. And I'm back. So we're talking about podcasts. Well, we were talking podcasts, movies, relationships. So we were moving awesome. along because I, I was going into the point here where I didn't know if you were coming back <laughs> in. So I was going to keep the narrative going. But great storyteller. You know, Pee is a great writer. But you have to capture the audience with the the first, the narrative of the story, but asking questions that are going to be answered later. Right. And so those questions have to have a resolve and have to have a point. But the same thing in our life. Right. We constantly have to be asking questions. I was listening. Um to the, the person yesterday um, on, on a podcast. And he, he was the, the person, he, I, he's doing Duolingo now, it's his app and um, I'm blanking on his name, I apologize, because I'm sure he's listening here, right? Yes, but in that fact, he's made CAPTCHA and ReCAPTCHA, which if you've ever brought anything, it's that um, it's those annoying um, letters that you have to type in below and try and get them sized up right um, to, to really pass on that you're a human and now it's the pictures. Well, he started that just as a point because, you know, back when Yahoo was created, they were getting tens of thousands of, uh, of, of you know, emails, you know, like uh, buy your Canadian pharmacies and all these things because they had no trigger that could stop that. So he solved that problem. He thought, well, well, what's the question? The question is, how do I stop this from um, creating all this mass chaos, right? And so Yahoo within, you know, usually takes months to review. They, they, picked this up in about seven to 10 days and started putting this in the cycle. But he he went further and when his friends would ask him, you know, and he would meet people at parties and he would talk about, hey, so what do you do? Oh, I'm the guy who kept uh, created Capture. They're like, man, that's so annoying, dude. <laughs> so he he wanted to find a way because people he was finding people were wasting something like 5,000 hours a day trying to figure out those letters. And so he said, well, what's the next point? And he found that um, because computers were not up to speed yet, they couldn't go in there and dissect about 20 sector um, or, or put into words like if you had hard copy papers from the 1930s because the computers were not up for about you know 30% of words, they couldn't go in there and actually, what is the word I'm using? They couldn't go in there and actually um, turn that into digital, right? So, so on that part, a, a book couldn't be put digitally because they couldn't read about 30% of the words. So he started putting in words that were unknown as reCAPTCHA and allowing people as they were typing in words to teach the computer to the point here that they were going in and, and now training the computer to, to now 
basically uh, go in there and, and complete the 30% that was lacking. So now he was giving another step here, like, okay, so I know this is annoying, but how can I put this to good use? Well, now he was getting like New York Times, like archive, um, you know, of 30 of 80 years of paperwork or, you know, or basically articles that they were now getting captured and putting online. So find that use, and that was the next question, right? So and the next question was, okay, so we've solved that problem, we've moved on, um, but he found that language um, was, of course, a huge, a huge barrier. And people who could have English um, in the country, I think he was from Venezuela, um, I believe, but in that fact, his country that, you know, people would be able to, you know, just maximize their income if they could speak English. Just a simple thing of uh, maximizing income, I, their, their income may be 10 times as much just by that simple thing, but people didn't have this access to it. So he created a free app and that free app now allowed him to go forward and help people to do that. But you had to find a way to monetize. So the story keeps going. But if you keep asking the questions, what is it that I can help with? What's that story? Well, the same thing goes for life, goes for podcasting, goes for anything that you want to get better at. Sometimes I think we're, we're afraid to be like, we're afraid not to know, right? We're afraid to to not know or be the one in the room who, who, who looks dumb or because we're new to something, right? And if we think back to school, I mean, every day we didn't know something, right? Every day we were learning. So, but maybe because we we now are, we, we are so critical of ourselves that we don't want to be that person in the room who doesn't know. So we choose that, okay, we just won't go or we won't do or we won't engage because we don't want to look silly. We don't want to ask that dumb question. Well, the more dumb questions to you, you ask, the more you go for it. So, and you don't know really what your audience is looking for unless you ask those questions and ask the questions that you think are dumb because you never know if that's a question or if there's like an answer to that question mm -hmm. that your audience needs. So this, this whole question about podcasting and asking the right question came from our friend Lisa at On Air Brands. And she was asking about how do you figure out and how do you find the right questions? And when Jason and I first started podcasting, we had a list of questions that we would always ask like to a T and we were- I actually went over our, our oh, question list. Oh, but just, okay. but you can keep going with it. So, okay. but, it, but it makes sense. Well, I was on, I was yeah, on a roll. On a roll. But now, now I'm kind of not on a roll because I don't have anything else to talk well, about. Well, let's tie this back. Let's tie this back to the life plan. Why is the importance of questions so important in our life plan? Because you have to continuously ask yourself, am I doing the right thing? Am I doing the correct thing? Do I need to course correct? Do I need to look up from the everyday, like humdrum, everyday grind, everyday stuff of life to make sure that that light is still in front of me, that I'm still on course. Well, you, if you want, you know, a house on a cul-de-sac or you want a Ferrari or you want to mm -hmm. um, buy real estate or you want a new job, well, you have to ask that question, why? Because if you just say that, does it sound good? Or what is the why that underlines there that, that is basically to the point that that's so important for you to do this? And of course, it's 15 minutes in, uh, halfway through your workout, if you are going on that fact, Yes, you are. So great job on your workout right there. Kick it off to the end. So, so good questions. Awesome. That's awesome questions. What's next? What's after the 15? Oh, we can still talk on questions. We can still talk on yeah. questions. Okay. Let's so, talk more on questions. So uh, let's talk on more. Let's talk. So we today we today oh, we've now push on apart. We we are now yeah, question, asking questions about more. So Peely is working on mothers of real estate. Yes. Uh, because there's so many great uh, mamas out there buying real estate and doing yes. some things. So, so what is it? 
So I've had this like thing in my head for uh, probably the beginning of 2020. And I have been formed it in my head. I've taken notes, but most of it was just kind of this monster in my head. And finally, I got into this um, women's group and we were just talking and I ended up talking to an old friend of mine, an old real estate friend of mine that I don't really talk. I hadn't talked to as much because she does flipping and wholesaling, whereas Jason and I jumped into large multifamily. But I kept on thinking one of my one of the tenets of what I wanted to do was talk to all these other mothers that I couldn't talk to or I could talk to, but I really wanted to draw them on a mother level. And I already have the podcast, Mothers of Multifamily. So if these mothers didn't do multifamily, I couldn't very well bring them into that podcast. So I was laying down there one day and I was like, what if I do Mothers of Real Estate? Oh my goodness, more. So this is my more. This is a more that I want to give to you to you, oh, our listeners. And I was talking to this beautiful, amazing, amazing real estate investor, Melissa Johnson, and she's been a good friend of mine for years now. And I was like, Melissa, I'm just going to kind of like brain dump on you. Let me know what you think. And we started talking. We got like giddy. Um, she's in Texas. I'm here. We're probably like jumping on the beds. And then we're like thinking to my to ourselves, what can we who else can we bring on? Because I was like, I want this to be a collab project. I don't want to do it by myself. And I don't think, I think it can be bigger than just the two of us. So we thought of two more names, Becca Shea and Stephanie Betters. And what better women to have with us. We were all in the same coaching program back in the day. And I cannot wait. I cannot wait to show you what we're going to do for you. And we're going live at one o'clock Eastern, 12 o'clock Central for all of you who are listening um, in Melissa's base. And it's going to be the four of us just basically talking real estate, motherhood, money, mental health, and marriage. And I'm so excited to just give you more. So what came across that, that relates to what we're doing today is that you don't always have to have the full story of the mm -hmm. idea, right? But but Peely had the idea and she got on a call and just started talking it out. And then a lot comes up if you, you know, you go to talk to someone, the more you talk, the more you conjure up images in your mind, the more you come conjure up ideas, other feedback you get from people starts creating the narrative, creating the story, building out the full story, the full body of the story, and also getting it down on paper, start writing it. Cause then it starts becoming real. And the more you write, the more you start adding in there, the more you start giving it to air, the, the more you start understanding where you're going. So for that, if you have this great idea, but you're just thinking, I, I just don't know where to go. Well, maybe just start talking about it. Right. And don't worry. No one's going to steal your idea. I mean, I, I understand like no one's going to steal it. Like, I, so on that fact there, everybody else is just not going out there and running to steal every idea. So get out there and talk with someone that you like to really help yourself forward because the more you put it out there, the more it now becomes back in droves because now it's real. Instead of you just thinking in your mind, I've been thinking of this for 10 years. Okay, enough already. Let's go. See, see how great it is. Put it out there because if it doesn't work, okay, at least you get out of your mind. You can move on to something else. Get it out of your mind. I know there are a billion people out there with these trillions of ideas just stuck in their head. Get it out of your mind. Put it out there. Talk to one person about it. I mean, if anything, that would be my challenge to you today is I know, I know, I know each of you has this idea, this big audacious idea and dream in your head. Talk to someone about it. Hmm. Call me, call Jason, DM us. Let us know what the idea is. We're not going to steal it. 
I mean, we're all over social. You can just be like, they stole our idea. Um, the thing is, and even if somebody did steal that amazing idea, so what? It's not going to be the same as what you thought up. It's not going to be, it's not going to be this amazing thing that you have in your brain. It's going to be something totally different. What you put together, what you put together is going to be so unique and so amazing. And if the world needs it, the world will tell you. So get it out of your head, get it onto some paper, get it on, get it into somebody else's brain and formulate this amazing thing. And I cannot wait cannot wait for one o'clock to happen because this is going to be amazing folks. I am so excited and we're going to go live and we're going to go live on a few different platforms. I created the more uh, YouTube channel. I, and then we're going to go, it's going to be live on my page, Melissa's business page, and then both Stephanie and Becca's personal pages. So you have no excuses. We're going to be all over the place on this thing. So go to, you know, you, you, you must follow one of us. Go to your favorite person, follow, go onto their page and watch us. And I hope, I hope you enjoy what you hear. Oh, I know you will. And for that, going in there, you got comments for the show. We love your comments. We're always getting great comments from you guys, talking to them. We talked to them today. Love hearing from you. Love hearing the feedback. Thanks so much for always tuning into the show, checking it out. We got some great things coming up. Um, so we had Jason Perro on the show. Um, he's got a thousand units out, uh, launch. I think it was launching a podcast yesterday, a thousand units out in Pennsylvania. And we so, have, uh, we have Natalie coming on. I always say her name wrong. It's S I C H sitch. I, I always say her name wrong, but she is an amazing mama. She is, she is one of the partners in, um, active duty, passive income and their mission folks is astounding so look for that on our youtube channel and if you like what you hear here look for that look for that podcast look for the other podcast with jason perro and like review subscribe and mm -hmm. let us know what you think about the content that we're putting out there so let's take us home tomorrow we will be back we are going to be touching on what we've learned this week and becoming the rock in the ocean nice and i i think if you, if you look at rocks in the ocean, think about what that means to you. Because right now it just might be an object. But where can we use the rock philosophy in the ocean to start creating a more mentally tough, mentally driven life? All right. So then All right. we have like nine platforms open here um, <laughs> so for some reason today. So we might be longer on some of these platforms than not, but we're going to take this home. This is Jason. And this is Peely. Drinking coffee. Drinking coffee. <laughs> second so cup of coffee. I need my second cup of coffee. Live. We'll see you tomorrow. Join us for your second cup of coffee every Monday through Friday at noon. Live every day, bringing us our best content we've done so far. Super excited, super engaging, bunch of great guests. We're here to answer your questions, and we so appreciate you listening. Make sure to check this out. Can't wait to see you.